Enjoy this Sam soundbite. And if you would like to hear more, you can find full episodes and more at www.sportsandmore.ca. During your time you get at Harvard, you get drafted uh, by the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Um, tell me about the, uh, you're telling me a story about an interesting training camp that you guys had uh, with while your time with Winnipeg. My first NHL camp. Uh, so I, I just graduated from college in 1992. And uh, Tamu Solani's first NHL camp too. I think, I think Tamu was a rookie also. We show up and uh, there's three full locker rooms. And uh, Mike Smith was the GM. Mike Smith, interesting guy, very, very smart man. Uh, I think, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't have proof of this, but I'm pretty sure Mike tried to move to the Soviet Union in the 1970s because he, he was enthralled with the Soviet Union. Like he, I think his, his major at Clarkson was, uh, you know, Russian studies. So uh, we show up at camp, half the camp are Russian players. We had, we had almost 40 Russian players in Whoa. camp. It was an absolute bloodbath. We had, uh, oh, who was the guy? Stewart, uh, really tough guy. Anyways, it, it was honestly, I've never seen more fights in one camp. I felt bad. The Russian players, most of them didn't speak any English at all. You know, this is 1992, so they're just kind of starting to come over. And Mike just wanted a big contingency. And it was some good players. And I'll always remember, we, we used to do this drill at the end of every, of every, uh, practice where uh, you would go with your line and it moved the nets in and you know you would skate around and uh, John Paddock would blow the whistle and you'd have to sprint you know for as fast as you can for as long as you can and you'd blow the whistle you'd slow down and we had uh, one group was uh, you know four North Americans and a Russian and the Russian was going like full tilt all the time. And, and it's kind of an unwritten rule. Like right. when you're doing that drill, that, <laughs> like you stay at the same pace, you don't kill anybody. <laughs> so he's going around, he's going around the corner right by the net. And uh, I think it was Stuart cross checks him in the back into the crossbar, blood everywhere. Guys, forehead split open. And <laughs> he just gets over me. He's like, you gotta be a better team player, buddy. You're killing us here. Whoa. <laughs> And then the whole the whole camp changed from then on. Like every every Russian kind of do like okay, I, I kind of got to watch my P's and Q's here a little bit. But it was it was a very interesting dynamic just to see how the two sides were working and and it was still pretty. You know, ninety two is still pretty early with like you know the Russians. A lot of the Russians coming over and then that that Cold War kind of you know they just got through communism was at nineteen ninety I think. So it, it was. Uh, it was kind of, it was historic. It felt historic. Yeah. And, and uh, Mike was a very interesting guy. Uh, eccentric, a very, very eccentric guy. Whenever he would, he, when he brought me in to cut me from camp, he had classical music blaring on, uh, on his, uh, I think he had, I think he had like an old vinyl, like uh, spin top, you know? And, uh, he had classical music, blaring. and he was yelling, he's yelling at me over the music. Like he doesn't turn on the music to let me know he's going to send me send me down to the minors, and I'm like, "What is going on here? This is like out of a movie." You know? That's so weird. Uh, but I love Mike. He, yeah, he was all, always a good guy to me, and, and uh, a very smart guy, but very eccentric in his own way. Yeah. Oh man, the, the the classical music is such a weird touch. <laughs> 
it was kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it's so interesting. The the thing that 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 the word the word that came to my mind is mysterious. I mean, the Russians at that point. There was no internet, right? There was still mysterious. I mean, no. t- I mean, Timus Lani. I remember me and one of my best friends, Jeff, were in the the library at Crocus Plains High School in Timus Lani's rookie year. And where did we get all our information? The hockey news. So we're looking at the hockey news, and Timus Lani is listed as one of the top five paid players in the NHL that year. And they were like. Who the hell is T. Mussolini? And then 76 goals later, we knew who the hell T. Mussolini was. But back then, Europeans were still a mystery. You couldn't go on YouTube and watch uh, all the highlights of uh, of uh, Yaroslav Askarov or anything like that. Like, it just wasn't known then. Yeah, I think we take it for granted now. But, yeah, it was... Uh there was there was definitely an air of uh, mystery you yeah. know, when, when those guys came over. And, and, and sometimes the hype went with the player and sometimes the hype was way off you know so it was uh yeah it was very interesting thanks for listening to this sam soundbite if you would like to hear more you can find full episodes and more at www.sportsandmore.ca